Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and I'm here with my buddy Dave. Hey. And in this episode, we're going to cover Salem, Massachusetts. So Salem itself has a pretty dark and depressing history, and I'll get into it briefly because I don't want us to kind of cover that too much because, again, it's really grim. But in a, in a long story short, basically, in the 1600s, 200 people were accused of witchcraft, and I think 20 were executed. You know, it's a, if you do a quick Google search, you can get more details. But what I want us to focus on specifically is how it's become synonymous with Halloween. So people visit Salem and just to go and do Halloween activities and tours and visit museums. And it's basically a Halloween lover's dream. And I think if you're a fan of the holiday, you have to go and visit Salem. Dave, you'd agree with me, right? Absolutely. I've been there multiple times. And for me, you know, growing up, I always heard about Salem. People always told me, like, you have to visit Salem. It's, you know, you're, especially when I was a kid, I always liked, like movies like Hocus Pocus, which we'll get into later. I always heard about this place. So it was almost like this magical place that I couldn't, like, I would beg my mom to take me and she never did. So, Dave, when did you first visit Salem? So to make a long story short, there was a time when I kind of fell out of the loop with Halloween. It wasn't a long time, but it was a little bit, you know, probably like a two or three year stretch where I really wasn't looking for Halloween. Shame on me, I know. But um, the first time I ever went, I didn't even really know I was there. So we had gone to see some family in Boston. My cousin had mentioned, well, you know, let's let's go to Salem. And now Salem, there's a part of it where it's, you know, there's water. So we went to the part that was just kind of on the water. And that was it. So that was my first time that I went. And then a couple years later, 2010, I think. So that was back in like 2003. So then I went again in 2010. And, you know, my love for Halloween had been in full force. And... That was, you know, we'll say that's my first time going. And it's funny because you and I as friends have never gone together. Like we've never, we've, we've always gone at separate times. But Salem, if, if you go to Salem, let's say in like March, you wouldn't even be able to tell. You, you would in certain, certain parts of it. But for the most part, it just looks like a small town. Like it's, you know, basic New England, you know, just a small town. Uh, for me... I, I didn't go until 2011, I believe, um, and I was super excited because, you know, again, I always heard people tell me about this, and when I first got there, I was like in heaven because basically everything was covered in Halloween decorations. Like, for instance, even like the CVS, which sells like shitty Halloween decorations, had Halloween decorations in it, and there's a ton of museums. Uh, they have a film festival there now, I think maybe two of them. And tons of street vendors and, and that all, you know, and everything kind of focuses on the macabre and horror and Halloween and specifically witches in general, even like the cop uniforms and the cop cars have like a witch symbol on them. Like, did you notice that Dave when you yeah. went? It's, it's literally everything is, is decorated Halloween. You go into, you know, you go into a bank, you go into a gas station, like you were saying, it's all Halloween. But there's also a lot of different things you can do that are fun. You know, they have haunted attractions, they have shows, they have different things like that that focus on, on you know, a lighter side of, of the town itself. 
And I always tell people, like, if you love Halloween, it's just a place you have to visit. 100%. So today on the show, Dave and I are each going to recommend one or two places uh, that we think our listeners should visit when they're in Salem. Uh, You know, Salem has so much going on. We could honestly do this a couple of times, but we'll focus on some places that we think on your first visit you should check out. No, no trip to Salem would be complete without picking up a few souvenirs. So I came down here to the Salem Witch Museum souvenir shop, and I found some greatest things like uh, some real scary stuff with this black cat. <laughs> and, uh, oh, this witch. This witch. I think I'll take one of those. Put the cat in there, too. And, ah! Oh, I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> oh, it's a frog in a tutu. This is scary, I must say. So the first place I'm pretty sure Dave would agree with me that you have to visit when going to Salem is Count Orlock's Nightmare Gallery. You would agree with me, Dave, right? That's like absolutely. So in a nutshell, it's like a horror-themed wax museum, uh, and it features some of like your favorite horror characters, slashers like Freddy Krueger, Jason, Michael Myers, like even Reagan from The Exorcist. She has a wax figure there. I even think I saw Meg uh, Meg Mucklebones from the from that flick Pinhead's Legend. There. The yep. Tom Cruise one from the 80s. Pinhead's in there. Lord of Darkness, which is also a character from Legend. So they're not all horror, but kind of dark, scary figures. And the place itself has a really like dark and creepy aesthetic. And it almost feels like a haunted attraction, minus like any scare actors running around and freaking you out. And uh, it's funny because even when I go through it, and I've been through it a few times because usually when I go with people that have never been to Salem, I always take them to this because I mentioned, I'm like, hey, it's a, it's a horror-themed uh, you know, wax museum. They're like, yeah, I want to check it out. But when you're walking through it, it almost feels like some of the wax figures will spring to life and like scare the shit out of you. <laughs> I don't know if you felt that way when oh, you went through absolutely. it. Absolutely. And they, they have music playing too, so it, all, it also adds to the, uh, to the ambience of the place itself. So yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, they have like Midnight Syndicate, like haunt, like house, like haunted house music playing, you know, throughout. And just the whole place has a great, a great, you know, just atmosphere when you walk through it. And if you're a horror fan, you have to go. So what's cool about Count Orlock's Nightmare Gallery is at night in October, they actually transform it into like a haunted attraction. You know, because the wax figures are still there and they're on full display and they're lit up. But the rest of the haunt, from what I remember, is really dark, and they do put scare actors into it, and they kind of hide. I even think I remember one of the scare actors pretending to be a wax dummy and kind of springing to life and scaring the shit out of you. But, Dave, when did you first go to Count Orlock's Nightmare Gallery? Uh, The first time I went to Count Orlock's was uh, the second time I went, which was 2009. So, basically, I had the same experience you did. I mean, it's, it's really well done wax museum i mean they're not corny looking they're very professionally done um again the the music that they play during it you know while you're looking around really adds to the experience and i actually have done the haunted house too and the haunted house is is a lot of fun there's tons of haunted houses all all over salem you you walk into any any store they turn it into a haunted house so it's a lot of fun yeah everything you you walk down like one i think it's derby street or one of the more popular streets uh, in town and you know there's michael myers in the street basically frankenstein stuff like that but Count Orlocks isn't expensive. You know, you, you think of Wax Museum, you think of like Madame Tussauds, which is kind of a tourist trap. And you might see this and think, oh, 
this is just another tourist trap, but it's not. Like it's not. I think it's maybe twelve or fifteen bucks, and honestly, it's worth checking out both events. So I highly recommend checking out Count Orlock's Nightmare Gallery. So one of my recommendations is not exactly Halloween or horror related, but it's Harrison's, which is a comic book store. Uh, it's a really awesome store. They have anything you can think of from comic books to magazines to lots of variant covers to card games to literally everything. But let me just focus on the comic book uh, aspect of that place, like all the indie stuff that comes out. And for me, that's like I read a lot of I, I read a lot in general. I also read a lot of comics and I always make it a point to stop in Harrison's anytime I go to Salem. So if you're in Salem, 100% make your way over to Harrison's. It, it is a big-ass comic book store. I've been inside of it, and I don't collect comics as much as you do, but it is big. And I know they have a lot of retro stuff, too. They sell a lot of, like, old toys and old, like, old posters and things like that. I think they even have, like, a vinyl collection, like a vinyl section where you can, like, buy stuff. They, they, have, they have, like, a tiny vinyl, of, uh, you know, they have, like, a little bit of a record section. Um, they sell, like, action figures and stuff like that. They literally have everything. Uh, so it's, it's, you know, if you're into that sort of thing, it's, it's 100% worth your time. So Harrison's thumbs up. Now there are those who say that on Halloween night, a black cat still guards the old Sanderson house, warning off any who might make the witches come back to life. Another thing I like to personally do since I'm a big film fan is vil- like visit some filming locations. And again, ma- I mentioned it earlier, Hocus Pocus, which is a huge Halloween movie. I think most people know, right, Dave? You'll agree with me. If you're a fan of Halloween, you have to love Hocus Pocus. Yes, it is a great film. You know, and in Salem, you can actually visit some of the main characters' houses, Max and Allison. You can visit their house. You can even visit the large building where like the uh, Halloween party where Bette Midler sings. You can actually visit that like building. I don't know if the interiors, it might have been a set, but you can actually see where they shot it, which is really cool. I'd just like to say, I really wanted to go to that Halloween party. I think that is the best portrayal of what a Halloween party should look like and should be. I agree. That whole that whole scene is awesome. And, an- and another film that I know Dave isn't a fan of, Lords of Salem, I think it's underrated. That's just To be me. fair... I don't. I, I I have to watch it again. I went to go see it in the theater, and I went by myself, and I fell asleep. I'm not, you know, maybe I was just tired that day, but I really liked it visually. I would watch it again though. So cut me a little. <laughs> but you can you can visit like the main character Heidi's apartment building, and there's some other locations. I even think that that Halloween party, uh, like that building from Hocus Pocus, was used in Lords of Salem for something else. Um, but another like one personal favorite of mine is the bewitched statue which is kind of like in the heart of the town and you always see people it's pretty easy to spot because there's usually like a ton of people standing around it taking pictures you know what i'm talking about yeah there's like there's like a message board too that's like behind the statue that has like all all kinds of like local things that are going on so like if there's you know little concerts and bars or you know, like um, like cemetery walkthroughs, which they, which is what they, you know, they, they, those are things in Salem. Uh, there's a whole like community board behind that that you can go look at stuff and see what's going on. There's always stuff going on. 
So these two movies, you can see why Salem was like the perfect, besides the plot, because obviously witches were involved in both of them. You can just see why like the town is just dreary and spooky. And besides these locations I'm recommending, like just walking around the town at night is a really dreary feeling. And, it, and it, I think if you love Halloween, that's something everyone has to do. You have to walk through Salem at night at like 1 a.m. with somebody or by yourself even, whatever. Because it just it, it just feels right. It's special just to be there. Like, just being in Salem is is worth it. Like, you could just go there. You don't even have to do anything. It's just really, like, you'll know, like, okay, this is actually really cool just to be here. So, it's just, just, it's just worth it to just to even just walk around. You don't even have to pay for anything. So, another recommendation that I would like to share is, so, the last time that I went to Salem was this past October. I went with two of my friends, well, two of our friends, Emily and Tom. So when we went, Emily had told us about this dark arts night fair, and that's what it is called. Uh, I had no idea what it was. I was just kind of picturing it to be this, you know, like just like this like ill lit street with just people selling art and shirts and whatnot. But uh, I was very wrong about that. So we thought it was at the place that was putting it on, which was uh, which is called Black Veil Tattoo. And uh, we went to the tattoo parlor and it was, you know, there's nobody there. So we're like, shit. So we had to figure out where it was. And we ended up taking an Uber over there. And uh, it was actually at the Old Salem Village, which is basically like a chunk of like the original Salem. Like it's preserved exactly how it was. And it was fucking cool as shit. So you get there and it's it's really dark it's lit really cool. Um, there's fog machines going. There's like old log cabins, uh, little fireplaces set up all over the, you know, all over the land. And there's people selling stuff that's very centered around Wicca. There's people selling candles. There's people selling, you know, shirts and stuff like that. But it really is geared towards like the arts itself. So. Yeah, I, I remember seeing a picture. I think you showed me. I don't know if it was you or Tom took a picture with a giant like Baphomet. I, I was it was a statue. I, I don't I don't remember. Well, but I remember you showing me it looked really it, cool. It, it wasn't a statue. It was actually somebody dressed up like I guess like like standing on like a, like sitting on a stilt. I guess because it had to it had yeah. to have been like twelve or thirteen feet high, and they were standing next to a book that you could sign with like a quill pen, and is basically signing up for the for the mailing list for the Church of Satan. Tom signed up for it. I didn't sign up for it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, again, it, it was just a really cool thing to go to. I had, and it, it, it's best to go into it. I know I, I know I just told you guys what it was, but I had no idea what it was. And it was really for the best not knowing what it was about. So it was a complete surprise going in. Um, it just oozes atmosphere. You know, I know they were playing the witch score at some point throughout the night. That's what it looked like from the pictures you showed me. It looked like like they plucked out basically a set from the witch and let you walk through it. Yeah, yeah. that's basically what it was. And um, I think this was the second year they did it. Uh, so we went in late October, and that's when they do this, this uh, fair. So it was supposed to be Saturday and Sunday, but Saturday night into Sunday, there was bad weather coming on. And uh, I think they had to cancel it that Sunday. Which sucks, 
But and it sucks for the vendors too because vendors come from all over. There was vendors that came from New York. There was vendors that came from Virginia. Like it was like literally people coming from all over, you know, United States. So, you know, it's uh, it, it's it's something that I hope that they keep doing, which I'm sure they will, because there were, there was a lot of people there. And when you go in, you don't have to pay, but they asked for. I I, I think there was they were using like donation as a uh, you know as the term. So you know, I think I threw for ten bucks. Uh, it, it's 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 really cool. Um, it it's like being in a movie, kind of. And yeah, I saw advertisements because uh, this past October, I think I went maybe two weeks before you went to Salem, and I remember seeing advertising advertisements, and I was like, shit, I'm I'm bummed I'm missing this because I I wanted to check it out too. So I'm hoping so, and we'll get into some more details about the actual town itself a little later, but. I wish they would do it every weekend, but I guess that's a lot of work. It is. Because <laughs> the, 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 time, the time of month when they do it is a little chaotic in Salem. But maybe this year they'll, they'll extend it or maybe, maybe it's really successful and they can do it a little more often. But from what you've shown me and what I've heard from other people, it looks like a really cool and, event. And also, too, they're, they, it's not just like, you know, it's not just the atmosphere that's there. They have people dressed up like... And really interesting attire, uh, just kind of walking around. Like they had these three people dressed up and like banging on drums and stuff. It it it, it was awesome. And um, you know, back to the hocus pocus thing. It's actually where so this you know this old Salem village, they shot the opening scene to hocus pocus. So if you've seen it, that's where this place was. Oh, dude. Tubular. I'm Jay. This is Ernie. How many times I gotta tell you? My name ain't Ernie no more. It's Ice. Ice. This is Ice. All right, Dave. So I think you'll agree with me. Another important part of any trip is food and alcohol for me. I know you don't drink. <laughs> but uh, I, I just wanted to give a shout out to a few places that I think are really worth visiting, like to get any type of grub when you're in Salem. Uh, two really quick ones I want to mention are the fly, it's uh, Flying Saucer Pizza and Howling Wolf. Uh, Flying Saucer Pizza is obviously pizza. They make all kinds of like really good pizza. I'm a vegetarian, so they make a lot of really like, good vegan pizzas that are delicious. And then there's also Howling Wolf, which is Mexican food. And uh, it's funny, our mutual friend Emily, they have a drink there called El Chupacabra. That's really powerful and really good. And our friend Emily, she drank, I think, three of them one time. We went on a trip and got really <laughs> drunk. So, so, the, so, you have, so you have that. But another place that I, I really love is called Salem Beer Works. And I'm not going to lie. I've only had food there maybe once. But I can confidently say it was really good. But what I want to focus on is their beer. So they make all their beer there. And their pumpkin beer, it's called Pumpkin Works. Um, is delicious and they have this uh this cocktail i believe it was called sleepy hollow um and they take this pumpkin beer that they make and add a shot of vanilla vodka to it and it's just really really it's so good like i had maybe two or three in the last trip i was on and what kind of seals everything and kind of is the bow on top is they have this giant neon witch light like this this giant light of a witch lighting up behind you while you drink these. And I just think that symbolizes just a night out, you know, getting food, getting drinks in Salem. And it's a neon witch. 
It's awesome. It rules. It's great. <laughs> I've actually eaten there before. The food is good. Yeah, it's it's every time I've gone, it gets really busy. Oh, it gets insane. And I always go straight to the bar because I don't want to wait an hour or two. And I, like I said, I, I prefer to go to Howling Wolf for flying saucer pizza to get food. But I always go to get a couple of drinks. And they have like an outside little patio area and people are sitting outside hanging out. It's it's just a really cool place. Just, it's really laid back, really chill. And I always tell people whenever they're going to go to Salem, visit Salem Beer Works. Yeah, it's a, it's a good place. Um, there's actually a really good coffee place uh, in Salem called Brew Box. Um, and that's, you know, if you're a coffee person, I'm... I'm a coffee, very into coffee and its culture. Very good. Brew box. Yeah, I've actually been there too. It's, it is really good. So those are some places you can go just to get coffee, booze, and food. So check those places out. Oh, and definitely if you have the chance, walk through the mall. It's a lot of, it's, it's a one-story mall that literally connects through the different ends of Salem. Yeah, there's a lot of shops. Like, you know, I, I feel like we're kind of just flying by everything in, when it comes to Salem. There's a lot to offer there. So these are just places we recommend. But there's a lot, a lot of, lot of food, a lot of bars, a lot of coffee shops. I think even the, I think there's another coffee shop. I forget the name of it that's there. But just like the one you mentioned. And it's just a lot. Of, it's just so much to do there. Not enough time to kind of give them all like a shout out that they, that they deserve. You know yep. what I mean? So the only negative thing I could say about Salem, if I'm being 100% honest, is you cannot go in mid to late October. It is fucking bananas. Dave, you have you agree with me, right? It's a shit show. Yeah, the crowds are insane and you you know, okay, so last year I went in early October and it was Dave, you went in late October and it was insane. Let me right? just let me just tell you. So when we went, we had gotten into Salem, we were starving. There were places that had three hour waits and they were turning people away. Like telling people, Okay, you gotta get out of here. We don't even we don't even have any more food. There was people running out of food. That's how packed it was. So going late October, not the best move. If you want to get if you want to get that experience in, I get it. So you can, but it's definitely not it's definitely better to go in the beginning of October. And it's it's crazy to think because I feel like this is something that's happened more recent in the last few years because I remember going like 10 years ago and or 9 it years ago. Was not was not like this at all. And it wasn't this nope. bad. It gets so insane now. So the only thing I could recommend is going in September, late September. And if you can't, maybe early October, but that's still you're taking a chance and plan everything ahead. If there are any museums you want to visit, any of the places we recommended today, plan it in advance because these places buy your tickets online. These places get crazy to buy your tickets online. Do you know, do everything you can to plan as much as possible before you go. And I don't know, I guess maybe people are kind of catching on that this is the place to go in October. I'm guessing that's what it is. So it, it's just crazy. I Like when you told me that when you went this past year that you couldn't even get food, I was like, wow. Like I think we waited at the Howling Wolf for maybe 40 minutes, but we hung out at the bar and got a couple drinks, so it wasn't too bad. But when you told me you couldn't even get food and couldn't even get in, I, I couldn't Dude, believe we, it. Dude, we went to some sandwich shop, right? And we're sit, we're standing there, and we were already there for like 45 minutes. And they had told us, like, you know, it was about a, 45 minutes to an hour. So then suddenly, 
it becomes two hours. And then they just told us to leave. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we have to reset the kitchen. So I guess they ran out of food. So we ended up going to the fucking gas station and getting snacks and eating snacks. That's what, that's what we had to do. <laughs> that's how bad it got. Yeah. And, and I hear I hear Halloween, like the day of, the 31st, is is like hell like you can't even i hear there's a curfew you can't even get to certain blocks so like as much as i love halloween i'd never go in mid to late october and i'd never go on halloween i'd love to go on halloween but i never would just because of how crazy i hear it could ruin your halloween and that's something i don't want to happen yeah so i avoid it at all costs i've gone to salem uh, after halloween like the week after and it was awesome so that's another time you could go. It might not be the same, but if you go like literally the day after Halloween, like the first week of November, it's worth going to that time too, because you'll still get that experience and it's, you know, it's just cool to be there. Yeah. I I picture a war zone. Like you go, there's like smash pumpkins, people's masks and shit on the floor. (laughs) Like that's what I'm picturing the day after Halloween. It's, it's dead. Yeah. Nobody goes, nobody goes. (laughs) There's yeah, nobody and it's there funny because I'm sure all the haunted attractions and museums are open and there's probably people still people stay there because people spend the night from the 31st to the 1st of November. So I'm sure, you know, that there's still a, a small amount of people, but not as bad as because I think everyone from Boston drives down to Salem and hangs out there. But, you know, we don't we don't want to focus. We don't want to focus on the negative too much. <laughs> so, no, no, not at all. But what 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 I was going to say was, if, if I'm correct here, you have to. If you want to stay in Salem, like if you're booking a trip there, you have to like book it like a year in advance because people do that and you cannot get a hotel room or a place in Salem unless you book it like the year before. Because anytime I've gone, I've never stayed there. We've stayed like 20 minutes outside, which is probably the best way to do it. So that's my also a, a travel tip if you're going to go there definitely do not try to stay in Salem cuz it's not going to happen yeah the town peabody is like right outside of salem and that's usually where i stay i've stayed in salem i think my first time there i stood at the hawthorne hotel which is a little overpriced and not really that fancy and it was cool but you know it's really not a it's just convenient and then the only problem with that is if you have a car you have to like pay for parking. It could be, it could get very expensive very quick. But, you know, again, Salem's great. Salem's a fun place yeah. to go. You know, if you're a Halloween fan, you have to check it out at least once in your life. Um, I definitely recommend listening to our tips when it comes to planning <laughs> and when to go. Um, you know, Dave and I in the future, we have to go together. You know, we've been friends a long time and we've never even been together to Salem. You know what I mean? Got to make it happen. But it's, again, it's a place that, you have to visit if you love if you love Halloween, you know, have a couple dollars on you because you're going to want to buy a lot of shit. They have stuff everywhere that take a lot of pictures. The town's beautiful. You know, it, it sums up Halloween for me in a nutshell. Like it just it just feels right. It feels like a mo- it almost feels like you're in a movie. Like it's magical. Yeah. yeah. Magical is a, is a good term for it. That's right. This one is a little different from most. I have no info on where this came from. All I know is the group is called the Lords. Well, I assume they're from around here, so we'll just call them the Lords of Salem. 
All right, guys, so that's our episode on Salem, Massachusetts. Before we go, be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and whatever podcast platform you prefer. If you could rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. And follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at Haunted Hangover. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze? Later, guys.